Good afternoon. Wilkinson here. Today I am with a Jonathan Goldman, who lives in Palm Springs. And before we talk about what he does, let's first of all say hi. Hi there. Glad you're here. It's good to be here. Tell us a little about yourself without telling us right now what you do. <laughs> I am Brooklyn born and bred. I went to graduate school in Boston and then moved out to San Francisco for a year and then Jersey Shore and then Philadelphia for another graduate program and was recruited for work in Chicago. Ugh, the coldest day I've ever spent was that winter in Chicago. Decided, uh-uh. <laughs> and eventually moved back here to San Francisco where I lived 30 years and now I've been enjoying Palm Springs for 10 years. And what did you study when you went to school? In Boston, I actually am trained as an optometrist. Um, well, that ties into what you're doing now. I would tell <laughs> P And then I, would, I was the first optometrist in the country to get an MBA in health administration. Oh, really? And uh, worked in the hospital systems and did training and types of other related things. So is that what you did, the administrative stuff in San Francisco? Yes. I worked okay. in the public health department in hospital administration. And what do you do in Palm Springs? What have you done? I'm mostly uh, volunteer work, and I've done some uh, teaching at my Zell Center. Let's get into it. So tell us what you teach. Improv. Improv. Yes. Uh-oh, you're scaring me. What made you start that? Well, back in the early 90s, uh, living with HIV and AIDS and seeing people pass away fairly steadily, I was looking for something fun to do. And I stumbled on this class that was being offered for people living with HIV and AIDS. Uh, enjoyed the class so much. And the woman who organized it, wound up getting a part-time job, and the executive director of the local uh, improv troupe that was sponsoring it through their school of improv said, oh, would you be willing to run it for another session? And I said, sure. And then that session went on for like 10 years. <laughs> wow. That was a long class. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> People come and go, and right. people have fun, and and they learn things. And uh, we don't teach people to be funny, but you do have fun. So why do people go to the class? A variety of reasons. Some people are shy. Some people are stuck in doing things very precisely, and this helps people think outside the box. Some people are looking for skills that they can apply to their acting careers. And other people don't know what they're stumbling into and just give it a try. So talk about it. So what do you do in the class? Variety of uh, short form exercises and improv games. Something different each week. So it's not a syllabus that you build on each week so that people can drop in as they are able. So like, it's kind of a standalone class, each one? standalone. I call yeah. it the laughter clinic. I had to come up with something okay. catchy. <laughs> but they're not doing comedy, per se. No. Um, there's a lot of humor in what we do. Is Are you laughing at, like, when I say something stupid or what? No, we're laughing with each other, oh, not okay. at someone. <laughs> All right. So you just have fun. Oh, a lot of fun, yes. Just never know who's going to say what. There's a little slogan 
that we often use. In life, we are obedient and safe. In improv, we are naughty, risky, and dangerous. So you're not responsible for your imagination. How crazy does it get? It can get pretty crazy. <laughs> Is it G-rated? Not necessarily. I've had one student years ago who was the most foul-mouthed person in improv. And, you know, we try and say, don't do things to get a reaction. Just be authentic. And, and that person was authentic doing um, that, right? Actually, when you had conversations with him, aside from improv, he just wasn't using a lot of curse words. It was unbeknownst what will happen. So you have to accept it and say yes and then move on. What are some funny stories from there? Give me a topic. A pet. Well, there's something that we do and you never know. It's called My Two Cents. And I think once I asked for something about my dog and what do I do? And then the next person gives you good advice. And the second person gives you bad advice. And then the third person gives you outrageous advice. And it just, we take turns and we go around the room. So that was, that was amusing. My dog hides from me lately. So trying to find ways to encourage him to acknowledge my presence. Send him to doggy school. He's been, this is my third uh, rescue dog. The fun ha is your present for the fun. So the retelling isn't necessarily... Um, oh, got it. So it's more of an in the moment. That's what improv is, is okay. being in the present. So do you have an exercise that two people would do? Yes, there are a number of exercises. Let's try one. If we were sitting here across from each other, like as we are, is there a way we would give somebody a feel for this? Yes. Okay. I will start a story. Okay. And then at any point, you can say, oh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, you shouldn't. Oh, no, you couldn't. And then I say, yes, that's right. And I come up with a new choice. So while the story... Uh, starts linear, all of a sudden it starts twisting and curving and you never know where it's going to go. So you put like a roadblock or, or a detour sign. Detour, yes. Yeah, detour sign. And you okay. accept the detour and move forward. Uh, is there a subject or a topic you'd like me to... I was not hitting any home runs on what I just came up with, so it's going to be up to you. I'm single. I'm still looking. I have found um, living in Palm Springs to validate my being an older gay man, I'm not invisible like oh, many. Oh, oh no. Well, yeah. Sometimes people just aren't even aware of my existence. And so sometimes I have to tap dance to get their attention. Oh, no, you don't. No, you're right. I uh, sing a song and uh, encourage them to join me. No, you don't sing. Uh, you're right. I <laughs> recite a poem and ask them to help finish it. No, you don't, because you can't rhyme. No. Oh, well, then I just open my zipper. Yeah, you don't do that. No, you're right. <laughs> I don't do that. Um, I just try and be me and let people respond to whoever, whatever, however I come across. Oh, no, no, you don't. You're right. I really uh, just stay home a lot. And no, you don't. do get out and about and volunteer and uh, try and help build community. You do not. You're right. The community's already built, but I don't try and take it apart. I just appreciate what's there. You don't do that. You're right. I don't quite appreciate it. I just am amazed and just stand there with my mouth open. No, no, you don't. No. You're, you're right. I'm <laughs> sorry. I 
don't just stand there with my mouth open. I actually try and look someone in the eye and say, so tell me about yourself. No, you don't say that. No, I have them tell me about myself and let them come up with who they think I am. No, no, they don't. Oh, I just, you're right. Um, <laughs> okay, I think we got the idea. <laughs> Okay, so what do we what do we accomplish by doing that? Well, Dis- dissect it a bit. You're seeing me come up with new choices, uh, accepting uh, the offer that you've made, and so you pers- uh, you always agree with what they say. Yes, and then you're right for, the, and then for you that go on particular game. Yes. Okay. You agree and come up with a new choice and then move move forward. Hmm. So let, let's reverse it and see how I do on that, since I've never done any of this. Oh, okay. Um, I would start a story. Well, right? let me start something different. Okay. okay. Oh, you're going to throw me another curveball. Yeah. Okay, fine. This is called Spelling Bee. This is not good. I don't like the idea. Where I will give you a made-up word. It's not a real word. Not a real word. Okay. And then I'll ask you to spell it. And because it's a made-up word, however you spell (laughs) it is correct. And then you define the word. I have to spell it and define it. Yes, and then use it in a sentence. Oh, boy. We're getting complicated <laughs> here. No, it, it, it flows nicely. So how about the word glurnkel? G-L-E-R-A-N-K-L-A-N-M-A. <laughs> That's correct. Do another one. How about the word fanuku? Fanuku? Fanuku is uh, F-A-N-U-K-O-U. I came back in the house to pick up my fanuku. Okay, but what's the definition? A fanuku is an X-rated object that I can't discuss on here. Fine. And does it come from the old English or French or what's the root of the word? <laughs> I think it's somewhere in South America. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So that that's just an exercise. Okay. Getting in touch with your imagination All right. and saying it. Anything said with conviction is correct. Okay. Well, that would be helpful in life, huh? Because people would just believe what you're saying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hmm. That's why con men (laughs) make careers out of fleecing people. Or politicians. Yes. And politicians. Um, If you yell loud enough, it's true. Well, look at, you know, who was president and called uh, his opponent a crook. And it, it sort of stuck. Even though it wasn't true. You say something often enough and, okay, we don't need to go there. Um, Right. So what do you, what do you personally get out of the class? Just seeing people enjoy and have fun. And every once in a while, we get a student who comes in that's shy and reserved and just seeing them open up and become more confident and outgoing is, is rewarding. I, um, have also done intro to improv resorts. Um, uh, on a ship for a group, uh, for retreats. So like on a cruise ship? Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, we need to get you a job on a cruise ship. I was no, just no, thinking that. Well, you see, <laughs> that's one of the issues. You don't see many improv troops able to perform because anybody who puts produces a show wants to see the product. They want, they want to know what the content is, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. And so it you really have to have a good video and lighting and sound and to give them an idea, but that's not going to be what they're going to get. That was just something that already happened. So actually it's a desert here in the desert as far as improv goes. So what, what's the makeup of your people coming to your class? Are they, I mean, you're in a gay community. I mean, it's largely gay. Well, a a lot of your people LGBT or? No, actually, there are more women. There are some 
men that come to class that you never know who's going to turn up. I don't require RSVPs, so I come prepared with different types of games and exercises for different number of people and depends on their energy level on whether they're going to do stuff standing and getting involved, um, moving around, or just they would just want to sit in a circle. <laughs> uh, so if they all want, just want to sit in a circle, then you say to yourself, oh, I have a problem. No, I have <laughs> different things that work well in circles. We try and impart, or I try and impart, an improv success is measured from the attempt, not the final product. So the fact that you give it a try your success. Okay, I could do that. Very much so. One of the fun things we do in class is I copied from the American Film Institute many of the hundred famous lines from movies. And so we give people index cards upside down and they flip it over and they deliver the line from the movie to the next person. And the next person can choose to respond in character if they know it or however they want. And then as a little dialogue goes back and forth. So you just throw the famous line at them? Yes. Like, I'll have what she's having. Ooh. <laughs> we all know what that one is. Mm-hmm. That was a great movie. One of the other things we say is to go into the cave, the unknown. And people show up for class and they really don't know what's going to happen. And I said, you've just gone into the cave. But if you think about it, that's what life is like. You think you know what you're going to do today when you wake up, but it may not happen that way. So you just embrace it and go forward as opposed to people that are stuck with one foot nailed down and they just run in a circle. This helps break them out of that. I have done improv now for about 25 years and my coaches at in San Francisco at this point now have done improv for over 35 years. And many of them are working actors and get paid very nicely. Have you done any acting? Well, I like to say reacting. <laughs> I made friends with a fellow I met here at a pool party who's a working actor. And he was in a, a scripted internet short form series. And he said, oh, we've got an extra role for you. So I said, great. And I showed up in Hollywood and delivered my lines, which were few. And it, you know, went well. I decided I wasn't going to get a SAG card. Is that in some movie? It's a, called Child of the 70s. And I'm in episode five of season two. What was your line? Quiet. We're trying to listen. Who's in a movie theater? Wow. That was that, one line. That, okay. Another line was uh, we were watching The Godfather 2. Shush. Fredo's about to get knocked off. How long did you study for those lines? Um, I got the <laughs> script a week ahead. And, you know, it was just knowing where and when I was going to say it. It was fascinating because I'd never taken part in a film and so just seeing how they do the close-ups and over the shoulder and went very well it was a good episode. Um, I've uh, done in college a little bit of acting, but nothing. I, I don't think of myself as an actor. I'm thinking there's something with game shows. What is that? A 
Oh, what's that about? Well, um, back in the early part of the century on TV, they were looking for contestants for Wheel of Fortune for Mom and Me Week. And surprisingly, my mother and I got called to go to the audition. And we did very well, but we weren't cast as a couple for their next week's taping. But then about a month later, I got a letter inviting me into the contestant pool. And then 10 months later, I got a call. Can you come to Culver City in two weeks? And I said, sure. And I went and had a lot of fun. Uh, Steamrolled over my other two opponents, went to the bonus round, and it was a two-word puzzle. Uh, Around the house was the theme First word had five letters, second letter R. Second word had four letters ending in T. So there was no R-S-L-N-E, and I called F-D-P-I. None of those were in the puzzle. And I used my critical thinking and thought, okay, what can I put in front of the R? And I came up with the word crumb. Crumb? Crumb, which doesn't, there's no other second word for that. And then I just blurted out the word gravy boat and I won another (laughs) (laughs) $25,000. So gravy boat put you on the gravy train, right? Yes. And it was funny because you saw Vanna throw her hands up. Where did that come from? (laughs) So what letters were up there when you said that? Um, Just the R and the T. Wow. That's pretty good. But was that, yeah, I don't, I'm not that familiar with Jeopardy. So was that your final? chance at something by yes, at that point? Yes, the bonus round of Wheel of Fortune, yeah. Wow. I threw a big party um, at the Improv Theater. It was a Monday night. Had somebody tape the show and rush it over. And we uh, had a little bit of a buffet dinner. And then we did the screening on a big screen. And then I answered questions afterwards. People sort of figured I did okay, that I was throwing a party. Right. But um, <laughs> they weren't aware that I won $47,000, including a trip to Aruba, which I wound up taking my mother. <laughs> it was too hard to come up with one friend and not another. So none of them went. I took her. Oh, how was the sex? <laughs> I'm so bad. Uh, oh, well- <laughs> I may or may not leave that in there. Was it a fun trip? Uh, yes, very much so. Uh, my mother, who's 80 at the time, was surprised that she was up to traveling and enjoying herself. So it was a nice, being a Jewish mother, she kept talking to me about what food we could bring to eat on the airplane. It was Las Vegas to Miami, Miami to Aruba. So and you what, told her you had your little sealed bags I, of gravy, right? What I <laughs> what I went and did was I bought extra air miles and I upgraded us to first class. Oh wow. So that we didn't have to worry about food. <laughs> so did she get smashed? She surprisingly had a glass of wine. And I assume she's not with us now? Correct. Yeah. She's she's been gone. Five years now. Oh, and what year was the uh, the trip? 2005. So how do you like Palm Springs? It's quite enjoyable. I love being in a resort town, slower pace of life, relaxed. People say hello. Uh, on the few occasions you're out walking on a street and you walk past somebody. Well, you can walk, like, not maybe for four months, but you can walk other Mm, times. Yeah. Uh, Then I auditioned for another game show and surprisingly got cast called Masterminds on the Game Show Network, which was a trivia show. And There's There's a game show network? Yes. Oh, 
News to me. Okay. <laughs> I don't watch TV, so. They, they have a lot of different games that they produce. And I actually had the privilege at the very end of losing to Ken Jennings. But I did get a thousand bucks. A thousand. That covered the cost of the hotel and the gasoline. And So yeah. they don't put you up when you do that? No, no. Matter of fact, that was during COVID and there were very strict procedures we had to go through. But it was a fun afternoon. So tell us, uh, tell my listeners your words of wisdom. You got to come up with something here. What Pay attention. They? Pay attention. Accept offers. Dare to fail good-naturedly. Hmm, that's a good one. And anything said with conviction is correct. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. It's all about learning as kids at a certain age, uh, I think eight or 10, parents start, teachers start telling us, no, you can't say that. No, you can't do that. Right. But in improv as adults, it's yes, you can go ahead and say that and do that. So it's rekindling your inner child. All right. So we will put some notes under the uh, in the episode notes and tell people how to get a hold of you. Do you have a website? Yes. What uh, is it? The Improv Oasis. Okay. We'll also put the link to that. And uh, any other final thoughts? Yes. What I say with improv is taking an improv class helps you unlock your brain. Okay. Well, if it works out schedule-wise, I might try one. Please. Um, I think it'll be fun. Thank you for having me. I always appreciate the opportunities to be had. Thanks for coming in. My pleasure.